Alrighty, good evening world. It has definitely been a while and what better way to rekindle my podcast friendship than to do it while I'm heading to work. You guys keep me company, so I definitely appreciate that. I suppose just kind of like a an update, like where the hell have I been? Thankfully it's only February and not March, then I'd feel a little guilty. <laughs> I kind of have these little breaks here and there where sometimes for days in a row I'll be like, oh my gosh, I, I should talk about this, or, or Nick, we should talk about that, or who knows, it just kind of, it always happens, and before I know it, I have written 50 million topics and have yet spoken none. Oh, blah. But anyways, with updating, I am now 28 years old. That's also really awesome. Uh, February 10th was my 28th birthday, and the cool part about February 10th is that a year ago, I didn't want to be here. And a year ago, I almost made that decision. Firm on the almost. A year later, I have a greater perspective of things. I still struggle with negative thoughts, but uh, who doesn't, right? Who doesn't? Living with uh, childhood trauma can be quite tricky. I don't often talk to you guys about it. Uh, It's kind of hard, for sure. It's definitely kind of hard. But learning on my TikTok page that just because I went through it doesn't mean that no one else ever experienced it and doesn't mean that I should keep it to myself. That's just speaking for myself. Uh, Due to just being vulnerable and explaining how I feel, I have seen quite a growth on my social media. I like that. I like that uh, people can relate to me. That makes me more comfortable than just how I used to run my show. Every time I knew I had to do a podcast or whatever the case may be, I would get all dolled up in this makeup and I would fake it till I make it, per se. I would try to be this really happy person, sound bubbly over the phone, uh, whatever the case may be, I was this cool, hip hostess. After a while, I got so tired of faking it. I got so tired of just pinning on this uniform. I didn't want to pin on the uniform. I just, I wanted a reason to take my uniform off, just to be human, just to have that space to say, hey, I am not okay. How about you? You see, I I hate this, like, strong stigma for for women, and and maybe not just women, just for humanity as a whole. Like, uh, someone said this beautifully, the pain Olympics. Uh, You have people who compete consistently in the pain Olympics. If I, as a mother of two kids, start complaining, then the end jumps the mother of five kids saying, suck it up, buttercup. You got this. Meanwhile, (laughs) I don't got this. People made having children the most exciting thing in the world, and I'm not saying that it's not. I enjoy my children. I love them very dearly. But no one ever said what it meant to raise them. 
not only do you have to find emotional support within yourself, but you have to emotionally support your children. You have to make sure that you don't just give them food and a roof over their head. You instill goals and morals and things that are important to you, and not just you, but what it means just to walk out of your house as a decent human being. That's, that's tricky. I remember my daughter coming home crying because people were bullying her, and I kind of froze up. Really. I froze up for a while because whenever I got bullied, my dad had a different way of handling that. It was, don't get your ass kicked, or I'm going to kick your ass. Or, toughen up. You're not a bitch. Come on. What are you doing? And so I look at my daughter and I say, I really can't use that advice. I think that's ass. So let's start with the basics. If someone's bullying you consistently, of course you go ask for help. Number two, I realized that wasn't working because my daughter still felt ignored in the school system. And I told her to then ignore her bully. Of course, that never works. When you ignore, when you ignore a bully, the bullying gets more consistent, persistent even. And lastly, I realized that my daughter needed to believe in herself. And so we practiced affirmations. I told her how strong she was and I'd make her repeat after me, I am beautiful, I'm smart, I am full of joy, I'm a good helper, I'm a good listener. <clears throat> Things like that. Slowly but surely, that bullying talk kind of started to slip away and my daughter was this whole new person. It's not that she ignored the bully and did nothing about it. She ignored the bully because she knew that what he was saying was wrong. And that she had already had her ammunition for the day, and that was to know that she was already a great kid, no matter who said it or who thought otherwise, because their words didn't matter. Alas, mom giving her this amazing advice, I struggled with it myself, looking myself in the mirror and saying how proud I am of my accomplishments or things like that. I. Uh, I never celebrated my small beginnings or my small accomplishments. I thought they were feeble and unnecessary. They weren't the big things that made the crowd go wow. And that's why I didn't think they were big things. But signing up for school, <laughs> that was a big thing. When I graduated high school, I graduated with a 1.6. And trust me, I said oof for everybody because I was so upset, disappointed in myself that I didn't care about school that much. I, I could roll a joint better than I could ever roll my ass into a classroom and care about what I was about to learn. I was surviving. I did what I had to survive. And I think uh, <laughs> more people should talk about that. How school became your second battleground. And maybe I can't speak for everybody, but for some of us, home was the first. School was the second. 
The demons in your head were the third. It's hard when you're on two battlegrounds and everyone says you're worthless. But anyways, signed up for school. Found out that I uh, <clears throat> should probably work on that. <laughs> because I've got a future and I've always wanted to be a trauma nurse. It doesn't matter that poor 16-year-old me really went through some shit. Didn't really want to care about school. But 28-year-old me is desperately praying that we believe in each other enough 16-year-old me and 28-year-old me that we can do anything. And we will. I know it. As time goes, <laughs> I'll be doing more podcasting. Forgive me. I guess I just get so overwhelmed with life or distracted. So much shit's happening around the world and it gets pretty discouraging. Sometimes I'm like, well, if we're all going to die anyways, why should I even try? Of course, it's horrible advice, but <laughs> it's, uh, it's my dark humor. Ukraine, Russia, the United States, so much is going on. If there's one thing I could wish for, not just peace on earth, but uh, peace in the minds of the inner child, children that cry. Whether we cry with bottles in our hands or overworked ourselves in our job or maybe we try to overachieve and people please. to those inner children that are out there crying. I see you, mate. And I fucking love you. Really, I do. I really do. But in the words of a wounded soldier, carry on, love. <laughs> or carry on, my wayward son. <laughs> Have a good one. Really. Really.